0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit StreetLevelRadio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio.
1: We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 where Paul the Apostle had been speaking about this thorn in his flesh. We're going to be picking it up in verse 11. Now, before we begin here, we need to know that God didn't remove Paul's physical affliction, that thorn in the flesh, as we discussed the last time we were together. He didn't do that, but he did promise to demonstrate his power in Paul. The fact that God's power shows up in weak people, hey, that should give us all some courage, I think. If we recognize our limitations, we will not congratulate ourselves. Instead, we'll turn to God to seek pathways for effectiveness. We must rely on God for that effectiveness rather than on simple energy or effort or talent. You see, our weakness not only helps develop Christian character, it also deepens our worship for admitting our weaknesses, we affirm God's strength. So when we're strong in our abilities and resources, we're tempted, to do God's work on our own. And man, that leads to pride. When we're weak, we allow God to fill us with his power and at that point we are the stronger than we could ever be on our own. We need to depend on God. Only work done in his power makes us effective in him and that's the only stuff that has lasting value. I know it's counterintuitive, but this is the way that the biblical Christianity works. Now Paul He is herein, not merely revealing his feelings, but defending his authority as an apostle of Jesus Christ. Look, he was hurt that the church in Corinth was doubting and questioning him, so he was defending himself for the cause of the gospel, not to satisfy his ego here. So I wonder, when we're put on trial, do we think only about our reputation, or are we more concerned about what people will think about Jesus Christ? Beginning in verse 11 of chapter 12 of 2 Corinthians, we read the following. You have made me act like a fool, boasting like this. For you people ought to be writing about me and not making me write about myself. There isn't a single thing these other miraculous fellows uh, have that I don't have too, even though I am really worth nothing at all. When I was there, I certainly gave you every proof that I was truly an apostle sent to you by God himself, for I patiently did many wonders and signs and mighty works among you." Now all of this that was going on certainly wasn't Paul's idea of great relationship and great communication. It's clearly obvious that he felt that he had to defend his honor and to defend his ministry. Sadly. Paul had not received the love and the support from this body of believers that should have righteously come his way. Not simply because he was the founding pastor and evangelist, but because the power of God had actually been manifested in their midst through his ministry and life. I mean, they were there, they saw it. The hand of God had worked through Paul in the presence of these believers and they had seen the miraculous and they had experienced the power of the Spirit. There were those in Corinth who had done everything in their power to bring Paul down, and none of it was even remotely godly. The attacks were never over doctrine or scripture or even overt sin in Paul's life. Rather, it was always Paul's ministry style and his human qualities that some people didn't like. Despite the fact that much spiritual fruit had been produced at his hands, all of this ruckus had not only hurt Paul, but had caused severe dissension within that church there in Corinth. It seemed that Paul, uh, as he wrote this letter, that the church had reached a critical point. Paul's attitude was, look gang, pull up or crash. So he was calling these Corinthian believers to stop and look around. Had God been working in their midst or not? Jumping to verse 13. The only thing I didn't do for you that I do everywhere else in all the other churches was to become a burden to you. I didn't ask you to give me food to eat or a place to stay. Please forgive me for this wrong. Now, I'm coming to you again the third time, and it's still not going to cost you anything, for I don't want your money. I want you. And anyway, you are my children, and little children don't pay for their father and mother's food. It's the other way around. Parents supply food for their children. Now, clearly this church in Corinth felt that they had somehow been disrespected. There apparently was a group of people there who just simply couldn't be pleased. And it seemed that they were just bent upon being unhappy. It appeared that whichever way Paul turned, they were attacking his position. And thus, it seemed he was stuck between a rock and a hard place. He was captive to some spiritual children who were stomping and kicking to have their own way, even if they didn't know what that was. So despite the outcome, Paul was unflinching. He was gonna make sure that no matter what they chose to do, he would not be compromised. So Paul now tells them, while at the same time laying down the foundation of ministry for every pastor who would follow him, he doesn't want their stuff. He wants them.
0: That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.